Danger! The following episode contains flammable material. Maintain a safe distance and keep an extinguisher on hand at all times. The Fireworks Brigade is now online. Bang, bang, boom, boom, episode 139. We go raw dog, get a little chafed. Johnny hasn't been to China in a couple years, and we do a recap. 2024-2025 market predictions. Also, Ron's Mexican counterfeit dilemma. Here are your hosts, Johnny Starr and Ron Baker. What is this John Moore about? Ronnie boy. <laughs> We've done 138 of these. We're about to embark on 139, so I hope we know how to do it because we have nothing prepared. 139 episodes. This one is by far the most rushed. It's late at night. It's 10, 10, 10 at yeah, night. Yeah. Uh, you just informed me you have to work tomorrow. I have to catch a plane as usual. Yeah. Um, craziness. Yeah. Well, I just I just got off of a flight from Cabo. Yeah. You guys I were... Literally, uh, yeah. I just spent an hour and a half going through customs. That Chicago. long? Oh, it's unbelievable. Did you download the MPC app? No. Probably no. I, I, no. Why would I, you? I got to work on that global entry thing. I yeah. Think. Or just get the mobile passport would be fine. I, I don't know, but it was it was it was pain painful. It was so painful. So but yeah. So I yeah, I've been flying all day and you're literally hopping on a flight in Tomorrow, twelve hours to go yeah, to Cabo. To Cabo. Usually we usually our Thanksgiving episode is together is there, in Cabo yeah. and this, this year it just didn't work out yeah, for whatever well, reason. So up here. Uh, but uh, and and all you know full disclosure, I did have a, a podcast prepared. Oh. All the paperwork and stuff for the podcast is at my office at the oh. bank. So, so that will that'll be episode 140. Okay. 139 is just you and I. We're going to wing it here. And we're, that's a, that's we're a pretty, see good, pretty good. Uh, 140 is a pretty good, uh, a, a pretty good number to have something fun. You <laughs> yeah, know, 140 exactly. is good. Yeah. So episode 140. So this is episode 139, Fireworks Brigade. Mm-hmm. Pyro Podcast, uh, Ron the Banker here. And Johnny Starr. Uh, as always, uh, we're, we're happy that you're along with us and uh, try and uh, try and humor us here. We're going to do the best we can. So, um, Well, I can recap on a lot of things. Yeah. Now. I just want to let you know that uh, I got a lot of uh, videos I want to share with you um uh, that uh that i took in china you know because sometimes i didn't have wi-fi mm. to send them and then not only did i not have wi-fi but then you gotta have a vpn right and i had to have that installed on okay. my computer because you know they don't they block yahoo right. I, I have a yahoo uh you know like okay. an old yahoo account so they block yahoo they block google so um you know so then I have to uh, more or less, you know, and I had to get like a VPN installed by one of the companies. I'm like, hey, I grabbed the, you know, the geekiest, you know, kid I could find. I'm like, hey, you need to uh, put the, you guys got a VPN? You're like, yeah, sure, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, good, can you give me one, you know? <clears throat> well, you sent me a bunch of videos and they're all on YouTube and it's actually something good because... You know, this TikTok world that we live in, and I, I, you're probably like me. I've never been on TikTok. I don't think you've ever no, been on TikTok. No. But so what YouTube has done is they've, they've created shorts. And basically what I believe it is is it's TikTok on YouTube. So it's just these short one minute or 59 seconds or less videos. And it's in the, uh, yeah, not the horizontal, but the, uh, you know, the uh, vertical. Vertical. It's vertical. Uh, orientation and that's what it is so because it's off their phones probably right? exactly so, yeah so yeah. what and what you sent me was perfect and then i you know i doctor it up a little because you send it to me and then i put it on the computer so then it goes horizontal but then i add like our normal stuff in there and then i mean you saw what i did and then yeah. I, I had to turn it vertical but it's it's pretty easy to do but now you know everybody even um our friend Cody B, I think it was last year at, at your demo, you know, I was like, man, we got to get some more subscribers. Help us out. And he's like, you got to make some shorts. And he, he showed me how to do it. And mm-hmm. so he's been telling us to do shorts for a while now. So now that you send me that content, it's perfect for it. So we got like eight or one. Well, no, not eight. We got like five or six of them up there now. And uh, because I was in Cabo and I had so much time, you know, in the daytime while Pauline was swimming or, you know, whatever, and there wasn't anything for me to do. And if I didn't want to sit in the pool, and I mean, you can see I got some sun, but yeah. Um, so I did a lot of videos. There's, uh, we're going to have, we'll have brand new videos once a week till probably the end of January. We got about a lot of unboxings that we did back in June, and we got a, 
a bunch of stuff coming out there. But the the shorts are really good. People should take a look at our YouTube channel, look at those shorts, and tell them, tell us if they like them. And if you got more, that's even great. Yeah, yeah, we'll I have a bunch more. more. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you got to share them with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so let's get into it then. So uh, you you've been chomping at the bit for three years essentially. What what was it like to get back to China, and and what what was the end result? Well, um, the thing I said, um, I told them all in China, this would be my last year. Let, uh, not your last year going to China. I said my last year in Luyang. And the minute they're like, are you selling the company? Are you retiring? I'm like, no. I says, it's, I'm not going to be coming to Luyang anymore. You know, my well, hope. Well, explain that. Why won't you go to Luyang? Is well, it just further? You know, the the hotel is, you know, it's, what, five years old now. And it's a Hampton Inn. The so, hotel in Luyang. In Luyang. Okay. The, the new one that I switched to now is five years old. Okay. Uh, nobody knew about it five years ago, so it was nice and quiet and peaceful. Now I get there. It's a smaller hotel. It's a Hampton Inn, so it's not like the big Yinti and I used to stay at, but it was a better okay. hotel for being American. Well, it's right. five years and, old. Everyone knows should, about it. We should explain that Lu Young is very... It's, it's, it's mainland China, so it's not Western per se, right? Yeah, it's very. I mean, you're. This is the kind of place where you're eating bananas and right, and it's not. It's not Western friendly. It's no, uh, yeah, no. Right, I right. mean, you're. You know, this is a. It's not know, Hong Kong or yeah, Singapore. No, you're in. You're in. You know, you're in a little village basically, right. and right. you know, city. It's a city, but of course, I mean, right. you know, it's a small city. No one's ever heard of it, really. Basically, right. no. I yeah, we have because we were talking yeah. about. It, but yeah. So, uh, so like I said, the hotel's five years old, and. Um, it's you know it's it's a little bit it's getting more rundown and it's very crowded now because everybody knows about it and I, literally they have about three weddings every morning and they have their weddings in the morning so you're waking up to firecrackers going off I used to go down for breakfast and sit at the same spot every day and all of a sudden I get down there the whole place is filled at a shared table with somebody else that I didn't even know you know I'm not that's not me and then I had to and I usually go work in the lobby well I couldn't even get a seat in the lobby because there's 80 90 people really you know when 80 90 people rush a small little lobby like a little um, express motel or express yeah. hotel right it's a lot different than when 80 90 people go into a big resort not, not a big resort a big hotel business hotel right. like the ntn was the ntn between their lobby bar and a huge lobby you could easily accommodate 100 people walking in and and you wouldn't notice it but 100 people walk into the hampton inn lobby you know even before yeah. they're going to their banquet hall in the back it's it's just, and they're you know it's loud they're very loud and who's smoking and spitting and clearing their throats i mean it's just you know so I just said, hey, you know what? This is it, guys. I'm done. And they're like, done? I'm like, yeah. I says, um, I will now be staying in Changsha at the St. Regis Hotel, which I love. And how far is Changsha from Uh With the roads being the way they are now, it's about 50 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. So, yeah, before it was a long way. It's like going from so, Fargo to Grand Forks. <clears throat> No, not, not even. even. Yeah, yeah, not even. Yeah. yeah, closer than that. It's yeah. like going from Fargo to the gas station, maybe. But uh, I just said, hey, you know what? You know what? I think we're going to plan is uh, I will stay there. And um, and I, I like when I say it, like, I'll be living at the St. Regis. So <laughs> I'll be living at the St. Regis, living it up. And I saw, I sent you some videos connected to the W Hotel. The, the well, hotel yeah. bar is open till 2 a.m. right up my alley. Right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Uh, I didn't put any of your luxury posh videos on the. Oh, big. On, yeah. Big, beautiful. YouTube. Yeah. We're just not, the yeah, fireworks video. Yeah. Just yeah. fireworks. But big, big, beautiful pool, everything. You know, little, they got a reading room that's quiet. They got, right. they got little milk and little jugs on ice. They were nice, ice cold. The breakfast was fantastic. Uh, Oh, so I said, I'll be staying there. Yeah. So what I plan to do is someone will have to come pick me up in the morning to take me to the factories, depending on whoever I'm going and where I'm going. And then bring you back. And then they can, and then they can maybe drop me off at maybe the NTN Hotel in the afternoon. And I can hang out in the lobby and do some work over there. And then the next company can come pick me up for the demo and then dinner. And then they can take me right back to Changsha. Or we could have dinner in Changsha, or they don't have to buy me dinner at all. I really don't need dinner. I got dinner in Changsha. I can walk everywhere, right? You know? Right. And I got places to go, and I can. It's just like living in a big city versus living in a rural village. So Changsha is more Western than yeah. Louisville. Well, it's more of an international city, not as much as like Guangzhou, but mm-hmm. certainly an international city. So, um, and years ago, that was where. 
a lot of the Americans and Europeans and all, that's where they came to adopt uh, the Chinese babies years ago. So that was a really oh, wow. big adoption hub back then. And I stayed there back in, you know, 2000. Uh, and I stayed over there and I got off the elevator. It was like a, a whole row of cribs. And I was like, wow, it must be a lot of babies here. I mean, it's like those old fashioned cribs you see like in the movies. Right, right. W- way, right. way before our time, but right. but still there. And uh, and then I went down for a breakfast meeting in the morning and the hotel was just loaded with a bunch of people. And that was the Hotel Dalton. And it was just loaded with all these people and a bunch of, you know, Americans and Europeans. You can just tell by, you know, just, you know, just more white people. Uh-huh. And they're all holding these babies. And I was having a meeting and I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many kids. And then the uh, guy explained to me that's where all the Westerners come to adopt babies. And they would all stay at the Hotel Dalton because that was it, was, it was actually called... Hotel Dalton International Hotel. So okay. many Westerners <clears throat> stayed there, mm-hmm. and that's where they uh, met their uh, to adopt the babies. Oh wow! So um, so I'm no stranger to Changsha by no means. I've been going there for a long time, but back in those days, it was about an hour and a half to maybe an hour and forty five minutes just getting from Changsha to Luyang because the roads were so bad. So this is a much uh, you know much easier ride now. Okay. And the hotel's so nice and different. It's going to cost me more money, don't get me wrong, but it's just the living conditions and the peacefulness and being able to do more work in the lobby, which I right. like to do, mm-hmm. it'll be uh, much better for me. So, um, yes, I'm looking forward to my return trip. This trip was very good. It was exhausting because I had a lot of factories to go to. And you were out of practice. Out of practice. Definitely out of practice. Uh, plus, like I say, a lot, a lot of factories to go to and a lot of stuff to see. There was stuff I was working on during COVID that never got finished that I had a, wanted to get a chance and get it done now. So, you know, it was, uh, it was a great, great <clears throat> trip, and uh, I was happy to see everybody, uh, especially the ones that I didn't see at NFA because they don't go to that. So it was good. Uh, uh, got, to, uh, got to meet my good friend uh, Matt Roach and, uh, from, from, Dominator. Uh, from Dominator. There you go. And uh, he brought the popcorn, and <laughs> uh, we, we found a bar with a microwave, and we ordered a bottle of vodka. It was a bottle of absolute vodka, which I like, and two beers for uh, about uh, 240 RMB, which is about um, about $30, you know. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, about 30 maybe $32 <laughs> or so. Yeah. And then I basically drank that bottle of Absolute for like the whole week. Every time I would go in there, all I would get is a, gla- a, a can of 7-Up, and I would make these little drinks. They're little cups, you know, like maybe uh, not a shot glass, but a little bit bigger than a shot glass, but that was like their cups. So I would just, and they gave me a, uh, they gave me a thing of ice, and a seven up and you know i had my two three and they just saved drinks. the bottle for you the whole and then, week yeah and then the bottle they saved put it back in a liquor cabinet and wow. uh so i'm like wow what a deal this was i mean you know like 30 dollars for the two beers and then the bottle and i had i had the bottle the whole week i mean i think nice. i think matt spent more money on his beers uh oh, than yeah. i did a whole bottle because right you know uh, I mean, obviously, you can drink more beers and vodka, but still, it was a win-win situation. The guy was really, really nice that ran the place. In fact, I lost my credit card in the place, and they actually, uh, you know, called up and you know texted us and said, "Hey, we got his credit card." Of course, they, you know, he said, "I can't read English. I don't know a name on it." So I'm like, <laughs> "It's mine." So, uh, so that was good, and it was called. It was, it was ironic. It was, the bar was called Dark Fun. Dark fun. Dark fun. And I took a picture of dark fun. I'm like, dark fun, story of my life. <laughs> so um, There you go. So in Chinese, it would be, hi, hi, hey, fun, you know, so that's dark fun. And uh, so that was an uh, interesting bar and really nice. And they did a beautiful job in Luyang, they, you know, with all the colors on the bridge. And they got these little food trucks out there now along this park you walk through. So there's been a lot of changes. So it was actually really, a, it was a good trip. And I'm yeah. glad I was able to do it. Well, yeah, you've been just chomping at the bit, like I yeah. said, to get out there. So, and now, so are you, uh, uh, you know, for the first time in the last three or four years, are you more <clears throat> comfortable with your orders and what you got coming in? You, you yeah. know more, right? Yeah. I mean, now there's a little more control, uh, you know, all the stock items, you know, that I wanted, I got, yeah. you know, okay. and then oh, that's, that's it. Good. And now if it comes and now if other things come in, they come in, if they don't come in, they don't come in, you know, we're never going to stop that with the domestic market being the way it is. 
and just imploding. I mean, we got tons of, God, every factory going to is just cranking out stuff for domestic market. And um, we talked about that with yeah. the guys from uh, Black Scorpion. And so, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. But, you know, like I said, the domestic market is good. I'm very happy for the Chinese factories. The Chinese domestic market. Yeah, is Chinese good. domestic market that, is very that's good. That's like something that just exploded recently. Yeah. They, they are, they're allowing them to. Yeah, after fires. COVID, and now right. they lifted the ban because before they banned the right. air pollution and all this stuff, but now they lifted the ban. It's been crazy. And I'm very happy for the factories because they have limited time, anyways. And, I'm, right. and you know, the United States really didn't buy fireworks. Last year, they're not really buying fireworks this year. What do you mean the United States? Well, as far as uh, most United States companies had so much stock left over that they really didn't buy nothing last year, and they didn't really buy much this year. Okay. And a big reason, like we've talked about on our podcast before, is you know prices are higher, so you leave with <clears throat> right. less volume. People are not upping the budget like they do at a grocery store. They're they just they're buying. The, they come right. in with the same budget. They're leaving with less. Right. So that therefore leaves a lot more on the shelf. Right. So being that being said, the companies really haven't bought a lot of fireworks last year. and They didn't really buy a lot this year. So I'm kind of glad that the Chinese factories do have the money and the cash coming in like a cash cow from the domestic market. Uh, the flip side is the domestic market is all stockpiled, but we haven't sold anything yet. It's not Chinese New Year. So it'll be really interesting to see how much really sells. Could it be a bubble like it was for us in 2020? Oh, 2020 okay. could be great. Maybe 2020, 21 wasn't that good, obviously, because we couldn't right. get merchandise. But right. we don't know if the bubble in China with the domestic market will continue. So we won't know until after Chinese New Year to see how much stock has actually been sold. And that is when is Chinese New Year? Uh, February 3rd, I think. Okay. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And then depending on how their merchandise sells, then they might not need that much merchandise next year. Right. But my prediction, and you guys can say you heard it here, my prediction is there, you go. there will be a shortage of fireworks next year. This July we'll have plenty of fireworks, but uh, people will be sold out and they'll be selling, you know, because they didn't really buy that much. So they're going to be, so everyone is going to be placing orders in you know july or june or august or september october we're all going to be placing orders because then is we're gearing up for a friday fourth of july and people 2025 yeah and people yeah. really haven't bought anything the last couple of years they're just kind of like well i still got a lot of merchandise left and so they're going to run all right they're going to run it lean and um and then they're all going to be buying they're all going to be placing orders everyone's going to be placing orders and if the domestic market is still busy, well, then they're all going to have a problem getting the merchandise in. So uh, Star Fireworks, we're a little bit ahead of the curve. Uh, freight is down. I've ordered right. a lot of containers, um, a lot of, you know, you know specialty <laughs> items, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of novelties, a lot of assortments, the stuff that is going to be hard to make, <clears throat> especially next year if there's a shortage. There you go. It's, it's actually, it's funny. It's starting to come back to me. The uh, the podcast that I had planned <clears throat> for you and I when we were in Cabo uh, was all about <clears throat> was all about budgets. Yes, and, and yes. So we'll talk about budgets next time. I have a whole thing, and so it, I, I, you know, it sounds like when you're out there, you don't really have a budget. You just you, you're you're going off of your gut and what you I, think. I I did pretty good though this year. I yeah. limited. I, I don't go by a budget. Right. I I go by the number. Of variety in each category. Uh, explain that. So I'll look in the 500 gram section and then I'll be like, well, the 500 gram section, I really don't want to carry more than 150. So let's keep it 150 to different skews. 150, diff 150 different skews. And then, so in a lot of cases, you know. Uh, how I, many of each do you have, though? How many do you bring in? Is it, it very? It's about 160, 500 grams, and we got about 100, 200 grams. I mean, but how many of each product? So if you have 150 items, how many of each do you get? It just depends, you know. I mean, it depends on the packaging and all that. But usually right. 100 cases, some are 150 cases. Right. Some are 75 cases. Kind of just depends on you know right. what we need. Right. So uh, so I kind of looked on the category. I'm like, you know what? This is a lot of fountains. But there's so many good fountains out there, and I do need fountains. And uh, so right. then I'm like, well, let me add a few fountains. So we, we added a few SKUs in some places. 
And then a lot, so there's been, there was a lot of stuff that ran out, and then you know that turned into red. And then I was like, well, I'm gonna I leave it in red until I come back from China because I'm like, well, if I'm in China and I like it again, maybe I'll buy it again, maybe I won't, maybe I'll find something else new. So I leave a lot of stuff in red, and then. So actually, after I took out all the red, it doesn't look as bad as I thought. You know, like oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't really, uh, I don't have much more than I really planned to buy. You okay. know, but like I said, in theory, if I was a smart business owner, and I'm, then I, we, obviously we know we're not. I'm not smart. <laughs> oh, but wow. if you know, when there's twenty five percent left on the floor, there's going to be twenty five percent left in the warehouse, basically. So. In theory, you could literally buy 25% less containers and probably still have enough product. Right. <clears throat> but it doesn't always exactly work that way because you may have 25% left on the shelves, but the person buying out of the warehouse still buys a case. He still buys two cases and he's left with 25%. Right. But it's not like he could buy a half a case. He can't buy, you know, no. he might be, he could buy one case, but, <clears throat> right. you know, instead of him buying five, he may buy, buy four, but so the ratio is not the same. It's going to be maybe, maybe I could do with 15% less containers. Right. You know what I mean? Because the volume is not going up. But that's not your MO. Your MO is you're going to buy because you think everybody's going to be short in 2025. I, I believe there will be a shortage in 2025. And why not take advantage of the lower freight rates right now? Because we don't know what's in store with with uh, right, you know the, the powers of B. So right, right. Uh, the powers that B. So we might want to you know take advantage of some of these uh, lower freight rates. And because the domestic market is blowing up, what I did was kind of tag along onto some of their fountains. Well, I like that fountain, put my label on it. Boom! So I was able to do some stuff like that. And um, it was good just seeing everyone and just seeing the different products, what's out there. But uh, the best thing is for the Chinese market, there's a lot of novelties. They, there's a lot of plastic toys on the market now that are big in China. Oh, so you know, you for plastic fireworks. And, so, um, and some of those factories, you know, were really dying. They're really hurting. A lot of them closed up. So this is kind of like a little re what do you call it reinsurgence a resurgence, uh, resurgence yeah, rejuvenation yeah, of uh, of some of these factories that were kind of dying on the vine, mm-hmm. but now because domestic market they like those items oh yeah so then I just kind of tagged along onto there you well, know that's good so um, it's just it's it, a win win yeah I, I I don't think you can I don't think anything can compare to actually being there boots on the ground and seeing yeah. what's going on yeah and it, not everybody does it not everybody has the space. You have available to buy extra stuff and sit on it, well, or that's the capital. It. You need to. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot involved to to do something like that. You got to have all that cash, and you got to have the space, yeah. and you got to have honestly, you got to have the cojones to do it to pull the trigger to do it. Yeah, to buy that and to sit on it. I mean, yeah. you got cash just sitting there in the warehouse. You know, yeah, and you're for a banking. You know, it's like a farmer just waiting for that crop to come in. You know, and then uh, right, you know, and then you get a drought, and there goes the crop. I mean, but the good news is, like you said, well, I mean, you're you're your reasoning is sound i think maybe you know you're onto something and uh, you know so the fact that there might be the shortage but really the one of the big things is it is a friday fourth of july yes. in 2025 so that's yeah. going to be huge that's going to be big and like saying thursday is going to be a good thursday's a good day you know oh yeah no. everyone's taking off there's friday. nothing wrong with thursday yeah, Thur- everybody takes off friday thursday's a great day so uh and like i say a lot of people are running lean uh, they may call me up last minute and say, well, well, Thursday's really looking good. I need more stuff. So I need to be prepared for that. And the way I look at it, if there's ever going to be a year not to buy, I would rather not be buying what everybody's trying to buy. Oh, absolutely. So I'd rather do it now, get my merchandise in. If I need to cut down next year, I can cut down next year, if anything. Yeah, but you'll see, knowing you, you'll still buy. You'll still try and buy some of the following year. Well, yeah, but we still leave it. We're we're still pretty good with a shopping list. The, a lot of the overbuying the last couple of years was because of COVID, not being able to go. So then you you order something, and now you're afraid you might not get it, and then you see something on a stock list, and you buy that instead, and then you get yours. So there's a lot of that double order. So yeah. this year, there's not we're not buying off. We're buying what we need off a stock list if it's there. If it's not on the stock list, we order it. Now, right. if it comes in, it comes in. Right. right. You know, so mm. there's none of this double. 
There's no, there's, we didn't, we didn't buy a double. We, if we found it on a stock list, we bought it, you know. Right. And I think being there again, boots on the ground, that'll yeah. help you stop you from buying double. And then you will, and not only that, but then you get everybody's stock list right then and there. And right. I sit there and I look at all these stock lists. So the stock list, they give you a list of what they have in stock. Yeah, what I, well, that's what I right. do when I got to like, Hey, give me your stock list. Give me your stock list. So I was able to look at everything. So now I don't need to order. If they had 45 cases, just give me the 45 cases. That's it. I don't need it. I don't need 100. Right. Give me 45. They got it in the stock. Boom. You know, done. we sell out of 45. It's done. We got other, we got 150 other SKUs to go through. Right. So just getting that all at once is good information. Before it was like, Oh, well, let me send you my stock list, you know, five weeks from now, six weeks from now, you know, three in the morning or sitting up. Well, oh, I send you my stock list. Oh, man, I got firecrackers. Or this guy's got them in stock. Maybe I better buy them. You know what I mean? So there's not going to be that this year. FOMO, fear of missing out. You know, fear of missing out. But in our in our industry, it's, you know, fear of them not delivering it on time. Well, right. Yeah. And it's, again, we talked about it many times. It's. It's, you know, it's seasonal, but it's seasonal to the yeah. fact if you miss it, you miss it for a whole year. You know, year. you, you yeah. want a, you want a shirt for New Year's Eve, you know, it's on, you can buy it on Amazon, but you don't know if, but it's not in stock right now. Right. And then all of a sudden you find it at Kmart and it's in stock. Like, you know what? I'm just going to get it. And then all of a sudden your Amazon package you shows two. up and you got two of them. Now you got two shirts. So basically, um, it's, it's kind of what, what has happened, you know, over the time. So yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that's good. But it was a good trip, though. Yep, I'm yeah. glad it worked out and everything. And um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, we got. Um, so you saw the right. You saw everybody. You saw Black Scorpion. I know you saw. Let no uh, Happy Family. Happy was family. one of the videos you sent me. Yeah. And I'm sorry. You, yes. you, 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 you edit me. You <laughs> go. So everybody, go to our our YouTube channel and watch the video where John. It's called More Color, I think I named it. No problem. I think I named it More Color, it is. Yeah. Yes. And the, you know, the lady from Happy Family was was basically giving you a lesson saying, Johnny, you always want bang, bang, boom, boom, bang, bang. You don't bang, want bang, any... Bang, boom, boom. Yeah. Right. And so, But you used, the, you used the Chinese accent, which I thought was... I'm like, all right, I'll let that slide. Well, you have to. Well, I let it slide. And because then you, you, that's half the... This is... But you got to understand something. When you're over there, <laughs> you have to put it in context to how I hear it. Like, Johnny Star, all you like is bang, bang, boom, boom, you know? Oh, so you man. have to understand, like, you have to let people know, like, this is what I, I'm I, getting. I'm running across in China. I know, but some people would listen to that and maybe think it's offensive. You know what the funny thing is? The people who think it's offensive wouldn't even be Asian people because they wouldn't care. They would probably think it's funny. No, they don't care. They're just happy to have, they're happy to have me talking <laughs> yeah. about their company. Well, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, we but you have to tell when you when you hear a story, you have to tell it the way it is. You know, you, oh, you right. can't. It's just like if you tell a joke without, you know, without any emotion, without any. Uh, well, there's a difference between emotion and uh, and a potentially offensive. Okay, so if I'm going to tell if I'm going to tell a joke, right, and it happens to be about, uh, you know, a person maybe like you know i've told some of those jokes where you have to kind of imitate the person <laughs> right, you're, right, right. You're making a joke of right so now if i told you a joke about a guy with um you know like with a speech impediment but i didn't use one you're not going to get the joke <laughs> right but i i agree with you but there's you know comedy is a is, is a you know, well, it a, wasn't comedy. It's a fine line but it wasn't between comedy. trying to be funny and offensive. Well, it wasn't comedy. It was a true well, story. I know, but you but know, if I don't not, say it, you're not. If, the, if I don't say it in a Chinese accent, it's not going to have the same meaning. It's not as funny, I guess. It's not as funny. I that People got to laugh at this podcast. They can't just be so serious. <laughs> if, if you want to be, if you want to go on a serious podcast, you go. Yeah, go with Joe go, Rogan or something. Yeah, yeah right. Go, exactly. Well, well, no, we're not serious, but I, you know, I try to, you know, kind of keep you. Wrong. And, and and if you can't say Johnny Star the way the Chinese people say, it doesn't mean as much because it's Johnny Star because they can't say the R's. Yeah. So you have to let people know. All right. Well, we just did. Well, I'm glad we did. We did. Yeah, they can watch the video. It's called More Color. It's one of the shorts. It's I think it's the last one I put up there. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, I'm excited. You got more. How many more do you got? I got about like eight or nine more. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, nice. So, different nice. videos. Yeah, I'm gonna it, share them all with you. That was one of those things where, you know, did you ever do something, uh, and you know, if you do it on the computer, 
And I, you know, the ones you sent the last time, I made a bunch of them. And I, you know, because like I said, it's it's vertical, in, in you know. But when I put it on a computer, it goes horizontal. And then I gotta remember the steps I got to do to get it back to vertical and make it so it fits the format. And I completely, you know, I, I did them what four weeks ago, and yeah, I completely, I, I completely forgot how to do it, and I had to like teach myself. Yeah, and everyone all was happy again. in China, or like looking as you know. Yeah, yeah. And then the one uh, with the Mercedes was funny. You, you kept you kept talking about how much money it costs to do this, how much money it costs <laughs> to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, but priceless. But it was so cool because here we are in this, you know, this big S class, and it had the double moonroof, and I'm. Um, I'm literally like, wow, this is, we are right underneath the right. shells breaking. I mean, you couldn't ask for better than that. And these were all, of course, big class B shells that, you know, it wasn't our demo. So I was just like, I'm like, this is, I got to take a video of this. This is beautiful. Yeah, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you, so you're not really slumming it in any way, shape or form. No, 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 um, no not at all. I, I will say this. I am just me- mesmerized about the new Chinese cars they have. They're so beautiful, so cool looking, and the insides are gorgeous. And, you know, I'm driving a Kia minivan in, in Cabo. Right. And this Chinese van for 45000 made by Huawei, the the phone company, Huawei. They're like never, Apple. It's never like heard H-A-W-A-I of them. H-A-W-A-I. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huawei. They say Huawei. Is that what they say? Yeah, so Huawei. I think they make musical instruments. They might, but they make this car. And beautiful van pulls up. I mean, you you sit in this chair that you can actually lay flat in and then it's got like a little ipad right here you can massage you do all these different really? things right wow. it's like built into the armrest it's just a gorgeous car and then that was one of them and then you have another one that is made by um uh byd uh and that's uh and build your dreams okay so you see on the back of the car build your dreams it's actually byd is a company it's a car manufacturer it's a car manufacturer well they got their version of a van but then you got the avatar car that was this electric car fast it was just gorgeous nobody thinks of chinese when they think of cars they well think right of Japanese. well yeah right now but that's what i'm saying right now they're building a whole ton of these cars are they going to come just to they won't come here because they're not allowed to export here yet. But <coughs> oh, bless you! <coughs> there you go. Got three times usually. One more. I think one more, but we'll <laughs> see. Um, <coughs> ah, there you go. Got all three. So yes, all three. But anyways, so um, yeah, the Chinese cars were great. So when I got to the Canton Fair, there's a whole big section it. now. I thought yeah. you weren't going to make it. Yeah, I made it. There's a whole big section in the Canton Fair just designated to all these Chinese car manufacturers. And not only that, but then you have the the chargers that you could buy for your garage, or you have the chargers that you could buy if you're going to open up your own charging station. They're really pushing the electric cars, as they are here too. But the electric cars here are like so futuristic looking that they're almost ugly they're almost too futuristic like you look at a beautiful mercedes-benz right. s-class right. and then you look at the eqs it it doesn't why don't they just build the s-class with an electric motor and it'd be fine it's right. just car but for some reason they they just make them like look really aerodynamic and yeah. just kind of funky looking where the chinese electric cars were really really nice looking but the hybrids which i recommend are really great but just their cars in general, I mean, they've come a long way. Now, we don't know how they're going to be in four years from now. I mean, I'm sitting in a bunch of brand new cars. And even if people said, um, they're they're beautiful, they look nice, we'll see how long they last. I mean, nobody really knows. Well, know? right. And I feel like the, the Japanese got that, you know, yeah. the Toyotas. And you the, know, but, yeah. but Chinese, uh, like uh, one Chinese guy told me years ago, and I always said sometimes when someone puts it in an accent, you <laughs> you you listen better for some reason. But they said... We learned one thing. You don't always have to be the leader. You must be fast follower. There you go. And yeah, I'm you've like, said that before. Yeah, I've said that before. And I was like, yeah, but but yeah. the way they said fast follower, now we would have said, you know, whatever. We would have right. we would have said it differently. But right. the way they said it, like, yeah, fast yeah. follower. There you, you know, go. So it, it, it sinks in your head. Yeah. So, you know, as we know, China can copy anything. 
and they've done a great job with these cars, way better than the Japanese cars. So that's the thing. When you copy something, you can actually make it better. Now, I don't know about engine-wise, performance-wise, or whatever, but... You know, a lot of the parts, just like my Chinese forklifts, they're all, you know, they got Toyota switches in them. They got this. Oh, do they really? Yeah. You know, the, the engines are from Germany. This is from Italy. So, I mean, it's not like everything is, it's more or less assembled in China. Right. You know. Oh, that's so, But great cars. I was really impressed. Well, you know me, anything with a motor I love. So, I was really, really impressed with yeah, I know. all these cars we, and stuff. So, we get the uh, definitely not slumming it. Uh, I'm reminded you like things with motors because we get the speeding tickets at the office all the time. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. The picture of John going through yeah, the yeah, go another ahead. red light, go, go yeah. right ahead. Yeah, you know, there he is. what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. I had your uh, your guy Bryant in Cabo, I had him laughing this morning because he was talking about pictures you sent him of a car uh, you know, i think you sent me the same pictures and mm-hmm. he's like johnny likes to go fast i go yeah i get we get the speeding tickets to prove it yeah yeah we get a lot of speeding <laughs> tickets yeah it's okay yeah but uh, yeah. and um yeah i mean um it's it sounds like it sounds like you got a better handle on things for probably you feel a little bit more comfortable and confident for the first time and in now i'm years. done see like now yeah. I'm, I'm off i don't have I don't have this every day, three o'clock in the morning, talking about oh, that's stuff because it's it's over now. It's yeah. done. The orders are there. The spreadsheet's done. Everything's done. You know, what I mean, I got, I'm waiting on some weights and stuff like that, but yeah. not many. It's it's all done. Where before it just never ends because you're constantly talking, and then you're looking at this sheet, and you're then people send you videos, and you're just looking and looking and looking. That's it. Thirty days. The demos are done. The orders are in you know minimal minimal yeah. work now on yeah. that part of it that's good that's good you know and and you need that to be honest with you because i got a you, lot of you, stuff going on here and you, you got nobody you got nobody in fargo i got nobody to help me you know i'm flying out to fargo to, to load containers and and, and yeah, unload containers years. uh you know wrapping up pallets 18 20 pallets i'm wrapping up by myself you know uh we got a new guy working for us in fargo and um you know, I can't really blame him because he's not getting the proper training and he's a little bit bigger guy. And, uh, I mean, he was like sweating in the warehouse and it's cold. I mean, I'm freezing. He's like sweating like he's really working. It's nice down and here. Then, Last time you were here, you were freezing. You're good yeah, now, no, right? This is okay, good now. Okay, yeah, good. yeah. Cause okay. there's no freaking windows open, <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> but you know, so, you know, seven hours and, uh, we wrapped up, uh, three pallets and I'm like seven hours. That's a long time. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, we have to. When I saw him walking through the warehouse looking for a box that would fit like right here, and one of the pallets he was building, I'm like, no, dude, you don't understand. You got to get on the picker. You got to pull these cases, put them on a pallet. You're overthinking this. You you can't be walking around the warehouse looking for a case off of your list that's going to fit there. I go, oh, that's yeah, that's like a monster game of Tetris. Well, yeah, yeah no, no. I go, you no. need to you need to pull them. You you know, start in the back room, starting to start in the big case room. Build them best you can, wrap them up, and then, you know, the little odds. And, and then if you want to go to the front page and pick up some stuff in this building, we'll pick all of them up. And then if yeah. you need a case, take it off here and put it up there. But I go, you're overthinking this. You know, three pallets in seven hours. I do 100 pallets in seven hours. It's a big difference. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah, you huge. know, I mean, we're not going to make it. You know, um, now supposedly Dino's got somebody else in mind for me. Great guy. Uh, works in a warehouse, which is what I wanted, you know. And uh, looking to better himself. And, uh, you know, he knows how to drive the forklifts, know how to drive the equipment. You know, we got the ads out there. One guy come in. He's like, you mean I got lift boxes? Well, yeah, it's a warehouse. Well, he thought, which I guess there may be some other warehouses. He just thought that he could just sit on the forklift all day long and drive around. Because he's got a L seventeen vertebrae, I'm like, dude, you're in the wrong spot. No, no, no we, yeah, yeah. you're, you're going to be jumping on and off the forklift. You're going to be jumping on a picker. You're going to be lifting those cases off the racks onto a pallet. You're going to be building pallets. No, you need to be able to lift. Uh, you know, yeah, so. you, you got to have somebody in good shape. 
Yeah, I mean, but I guess I'm sure there are some warehouses that truck backs in, you unload it with a forklift, park it, and their truck backs in, you unload it. Well, this is not, you know, we need to. No, yeah, you're a much more hands-on. Yeah, we're unloading, we're picking, you know, we're we're picking orders and we're shipping them out. And we're also receiving, you know, so yeah. Right, so what's next? So now uh, it's going to get a little slow, right? Holidays are coming up. You got the Chinese New Year. Yeah, Chinese Super New Bowl, Year's coming up. Super Bowl, all that stuff. We, we, you blow it out and you're going to. We're allowed you know, to uh, sell during uh, New Year's Eve for, uh, what, we got seven days that we can sell in Fargo, North Dakota. There you go. Um, uh, if the weather's not too bad, we'll see some business there, hoping we will. And, um, you know, that's about it. We're just uh, getting all the, uh, you know, we got a lot of pellets out of there uh, this last couple of weeks for all of our, you know, our winter customers that have a winter market. We don't have right. a much of a winter market like, uh, you know, down south does. But, what? you know, we, we supply them, so that's good. We got all that done. Let's, let's And, uh, um, you know, see what happens. Let's talk some new stuff. So you got Venomous Tales is coming. Yep. Um, Venomous Tales is coming. Rack 'em Up is coming. Rack Hooked on Pyro is coming. Hooked on Pyro. Um, another one is uh, Bermuda Triangle uh, is coming. We got a few uh, names. We're actually working with a few other yep. people to try and do some names here. And we're going to have uh, a decade of Discord. Yeah, decade of Discord. Yeah, this April will be our. 10th anniversary, 10 years. I can't even get over of it. doing a podcast. 10 I years. Can't even do it. 10 years. So we got to do something special for the dealer show. We got to figure out something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out. Do something. a show and have people there. I don't know. We got to. We got to figure out something. We got to do something. But we got. We have an artist. We 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 just. Uh, I, have, I have a conference call with him tomorrow morning to to talk to him. But um, we uh, we got a we got an artist and we're gonna have a nice graphic made up. We'll have posters and. We can use it for a cake, for metal signs, t-shirts, whatever. We're going to use yeah. it for, for everything, so it's going to be good. We're going to. Uh, we want to. He wants to meet us the next time, or we, we have to just make time when you come back after the Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. If we can get out to uh, Gary real quick, okay. And he wants to meet us out there and take some pictures of us, so the artist can render us. Okay, good. good. So, so we got to get out. Where's he located? Chicago? He, no, he's in. Uh, he's in. Uh, He's in Gary. Or he's oh, okay. not in Gary, but he's close to Gary. He's okay, in Indiana. He's Indiana. Oh, Kyle's in Indiana. Good. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. perfect. So, yeah. Yeah. so uh, yeah, we got to go out to Gary, and I told him we'd meet him halfway. We'll go We'll go for dinner at the Hard Rock. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's real close. Our exit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, But we got that coming up. So a lot of good stuff, a lot of new stuff. It sounds like you got a good handle on stuff. Yeah. So, no, it's, um, it's good. Maybe you're going to relax a little bit now. It sounds like you got you got... You were overworked, but now here it's it's funny. You know what's the old saying is the Lord only gives you what you, what He knows you can handle. It's like now that you got all that stuff set aside, or you're, you you got that stabilized, right? You're like, well, now I can, I don't have to work till three in the morning anymore. I can I can kind of relax, but oh, guess what? By the way, you have no more help in the warehouse. Yeah, gotta, no more help in yeah, the warehouse. Right. Oh, by the way, we got to do a podcast at 10 o'clock at night when I still haven't even picked up my ham for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I don't know where uh, you're going to go get a ham yeah. now. Wait, who's uh, got a ham for you? Where no, are you going? We, yeah, I got to. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's already so late. Where, where but, do you got to go get this ham? In Berkeley. By the chimney company. Berkeley? Is yeah. it, are they waiting for you? Oh, yeah. Well, no, oh. they're, they're there. Yeah. Everyone waits okay, for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tell them. Yeah, Nobody tell goes them. home. Okay. It's a social club. Nobody goes home. All right. You know. well, we'll, well, we'll wrap up here quickly. I got yeah. one story for you. It's not a fireworks story, but. I thought you'd like this. So this is... Uh, this I could just literally edit this off of the podcast since it's not a fireworks story. See, when you, when no. you, give, when you give people editing power... You know, they can go with. They can go to the yep. moon with it. Yep, you never you, know. But you have no editing. Power. I have none. I'm just saying, if I, I had it, <laughs> I'm the one with all the editing power. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. If I had the power, I could literally <laughs> edit this right off. But, oh man, go right. ahead. This, is a, this is a Sun Times, the Chicago Sun Times, scandalist. Yes, the Mayor Johnson. That's the new mayor, right? Got it. So, you know, someone asked me. I didn't even know his name because it doesn't even matter anymore in Chicago. You know, but Mayor Johnson. Yeah. So they they passed the the city council ten day paid leave plan passes city council so any worker in the city of chicago they get a 10-day paid leave doesn't matter if you work for mcdonald's or whatever 10-day pay leave so well, any city worker though a city worker no no any worker in the state in the city of chicago any worker not city worker any just, worker wait so yeah anybody who passed this the city council it's illegal to not give people 10 days off paid Oh, like for a vacation? You want, I'll read a little of it. You yeah, yeah. Maybe that Employees help. at Chicago businesses will soon be guaranteed twice as many days off as workers in the rest of Illinois under an expanded paid leave policy approved by the city council on Thursday. 
Mayor Johnson landed his latest progressive victory a couple of days later than expected after a parliamentary maneuver. Uh, the council voted in favor of the ordinance that requires Chicago businesses to give their workers 10 days off per year beginning January 1st, including five sick days and five vacation days. I, so no matter what, so but this is what got me, and I, I started laughing. I was like, oh, Johnny would love this one. So, But anyway, the mayor called it a step towards equity in the workplace and a value statement, a value statement that says that here in Chicago, we believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to take care of themselves their loved ones, and to do it without the burden of financial instability, the freshman mayor said during a celebratory news conference. Anyway, so here's what got me, this, 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 this statement that got me. Johnson and his progressive council allies originally pushed for city employers to provide 15 days off, but settled on 10 after arduous negotiations with businesses, retail, and restaurant trade groups who remain deeply opposed to the costly mandate. Now, here we go. Asked about dire warnings from those opponents that the ordinance will end up passing will will end up passing cost increases on the consumers, Johnson responded, so this is the mayor, responded, what is the cost of workers not being able to show up every day and not have the protection of not just time off, but wages benefits? This is going to take some time adjustment, some adjustment, Johnson said, adding that was why Council members will later consider amendments, blah, blah, blah. But basically, he's saying it's not going to cost anything. Well, because he doesn't know. Because he works right. He's in government. He doesn't pay people. But how dense can you be to not know? If I'm paying somebody not to be here, I have to pay somebody to be here. To be here. here. You're paying (laughs) twice the worker. Right. See, these that's the trouble. They don't know because they don't pay nobody. Right. And all those city council members, they've been in there for all those years. Right. And even some of the new bums that they got now. And I call them bums because they never did anything. Half of you guys were... Freaking drug dealers no, on the streets in I, Chicago, not our city councilmen. But anyways, they don't know because they're not in business. They have no idea. So let me get this straight. You got unions that mandate stuff. You got state laws that mandate stuff. You got federal laws. And now we have a new city law that tells the business owner, right. we've lost 5,000 restaurants over COVID. You know how many businesses are still struggling to get back, how, who are still right. paying off their loans? You know, not everybody right. got the PPP and all the other money that went out, and right. me being one of them, okay? Right. So you got people struggling. You got, now you're saying, oh, we got to give the 16-year-old kid who really, in theory, is like a 12-year-old, okay? <laughs> okay. I mean, in theory, I mean, it's, there's no lie. I, I, it's, it's, I'll, I'll I mean, you, yeah. there's not one person on this podcast that would disagree with me. Well, there's only two of us. <laughs> oh, you mean the people listening? Listening. <laughs> okay. Because we all know it. Because, I mean, you know, you take a look at all these kids. They're, right. You know, when did you get your first job? When I was uh, 15. 15. Yeah. yeah. I got my first job 14 years old. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Kids 15. today don't get their first job till they're 18. Well, yeah. Some aren't even working. They're going, oh, they got to go to school. They got to play football. They got to do this. But whatever right. the case is. Right. Very sheltered. He's like a 12-year-old instead of a 16-year-old. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So now I got to give a 16-year-old guy $18 an hour. Can I see what McDonald's is doing? They're putting in the machines. They're oh, doing right. robots. They're doing all this stuff because they're they can't they know that they can't afford to pay these workers this kind of money. And if and obviously you don't have many sixteen year olds working for you, and I do, but no, yeah. if you see a sixteen year old the way he works and the way he's on his telephone, I mean, but don't don't get me wrong, it's his first job, and I understand it. But when we were 16, we didn't have a telephone and no. we worked and we swept floors and the owner Mops. would come out and say, I don't care what you do. Just look busy. And we and, and we feared him like we feared our own father. Right. And not oh, feared yeah. him in a way like he was going to. We didn't want to. We wanted you to want to let him down. You wanted to do, do a good job. We want to do a good job. We want to do a good first impression during COVID. You told everybody. We got the sniffles. Go home. Well, what 16-year-old doesn't have the sniffles? Right. Okay, if he's got an excuse to go home. My friend literally, and this is what people don't understand, my friend got out of the restaurant management business because he was no longer a manager. When the kids don't show up, he has to mop the floor. Right. He has to empty the garbage. He has to do the inventory. Oh, yeah. He has to do everything. Pauline has the same problem at the grocery you know, store. So, yeah. yeah, when you were a manager at McDonald's and you had a good crew, you know, you delegated to them. You made sure it got done and you could do your work. Well, now, like me at Star Fireworks, I'm the only one. I got 15 brand new walkie-talkies, no one to talk to. <laughs> so, I mean, but yet you get the city saying, now we got to give them 10 days off. But now if you open up in Norwich, 
you don't have to have the 10 days off. So let's just let's just give more people an idea to get out of the city of Chicago. Like we haven't lost enough. But right. they, they they don't, don't think know. of it. Yeah, they, they, they just think it's not going to cost the business owner anymore. But like you said, they've never run a business. They never run a business. No, they get paid from the government. You know, they, and, the money you know, is always going to be there. And just like big cities, you know, big cities like Chicago, they owned businesses and they ran businesses. They had the parking lots. They had the marinas. They had the, the skyway. They sold it all off. They sold every business entity off and now the only way they can make money is by raising taxes over and over and over right and you know and i always say all those you know i mean same with the people on 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 um on on aid and all that stuff you know right you know in singapore you want the government to support you here's a broom go sweep the streets why are we paying why are we paying garbage workers 25 35 dollars an hour when the truck is doing it, when you can just send a person out there that's on, you know, he's he can do it. He's just, for some reason, he's on yeah. some disability or whatever. But, yeah. No, it's that the old welfare. You know, but that's the thing. They're not, they're, not, they're not going into their own business. And look, every business they ran, CTA included, they lost money. They lose because they don't know how to run a business. Because they think, well, no, we can pay everyone this. We do this. We do that. They don't know how, you know. Right. And then you just you price yourself out of the market. And I, I just, you know, and that's, I loved, you know, I really loved when President Biden went down to the UAW and was telling them that they. That's unbelievable that a president would, would, would. Stump, go down to the picket line. for the picket line for the picketers. The prices and, and, of cars are going to go up 20%. And tell them that they are worth more they deserve more than they're getting paid. And he says, I can tell you this, you guys deserve more than you're getting paid, but he doesn't even know what, what they're getting paid. No, absolutely. The not. man is 82 years old. Right. Now all of a sudden he wants to appeal like a he's a working man. I mean, you've been in, government, been in government for, for 50 years. For 50 whatever. years. He's right. never had to worry about ever a paycheck or missing anything. But, but the bottom line is every job has a certain amount of money you can make. Somebody... And you can't sit there and tell people that they should make more. So then, what? So what's the price of the cars then? One hundred fifty thousand, right? So then we all need raises, right. and then the price just keeps going up and up and up. Right. It just it's out of control. Somebody was uh, whatever I was listening to the other day said something like he's like two hundred million dollars of funny money that and ended up going through to the Biden family with all their goofy shit. Stuff oh, was. I'm. I'm sure. I'm. I'm, I'm sure. You know, all mean? their stuff going on. That like his granddaughter was getting two hundred fifty thousand dollars checks from Taiwan or something. You know, you're like, oh yeah, well, yeah. No wonder why he don't care what the car costs. No, and he and he doesn't care, and that's why he doesn't want to be out of office yeah, because they're, they're just so used to stealing. That's you him know? on the picket line. The picket line. Yeah, yeah. And his red shirt. Now all of a yeah. sudden, he, now he's dressing like a con worker. The guy never wore anything but a suit his whole life. Now all of a sudden, he's wearing a sweatshirt. Right. Right. A red one, by, by, by means. He's trying to imitate Trump, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Red. There you go. Anyways, the, the bottom line is, yeah, you just keep raising price. And China's doing the same thing. Well, you know, raw materials. I go, and I said, hey, listen, after a certain, I, there's, after a certain threshold, there's only so much money you can ask for a firework. And yeah. before, we, before we price ourselves out <laughs> of the boxes. Right. And I'm getting tired of taking the short end of the stick all the time. China goes up, up, oh, that's what it is. Okay, that's what we got to pay for it. But yet I can't demand the public buy it from me. Yeah. And we keep taking it out of our own pocket. The freight goes up, well, we can't raise prices up that high. We're always making an excuse why we can't raise prices because we know that we have a luxury item. But right. everybody else in the chain, oh, this is what it is, like it or not, you know. But eventually, like, you know, I mean, right now, you know, I would say they'd be hurting right now, but not a domestic market has fueled them, and I'm happy for them, don't get me wrong, but in the same token, that only makes prices even go up higher because they feel, well, we don't need them, and look, people are still buying it. Right. So, yeah, it's crazy. But anyways. Right. Um, what? Uh, oh. One last, what would Johnny do? You ready? Oh, yes. What would Johnny do? We'll play a little music. Um, what would Johnny All right. This was the craziest thing, John, in, in Cabo. Yeah. All right. Um, we're in Cabo. It was, uh, we were, we're at the, uh, at your, at your, uh, your dad's favorite place. We were at Esquina. Mm-hmm. And it was me and Pauline, your dad and Oscar and uh, Erica. Erica. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, so we're there. And uh, we had been there the night before. Mm-hmm. So now um, you, you and I have been in Cabo many, many times together. What is, what is my typical, well, first of all, you, and your dad's favorite place is Esquina, right? Yeah. Typically what happens is your dad is in there. Your dad sits in a corner. Sits in the corner. Your dad gets Scotch the bill. Water. Right. He gets the bill, and then he puts everybody's drinks on there, and then we just give your dad money, or mm-hmm. if we bought him dinner, he pays, whatever. You know, yeah. it always works out. So, And also, typically, what do you know about me? I usually bring dollars, and I spend dollars. If it's a big-ticket item, I'll use my credit card because I know you get the, yeah, I know you get the exchange. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, our, you know, your buddy Sammy Hagar had it right on the cash register. It says, we will charge your credit card. It will be in pesos. By the way, this is better than any rate you're going to get anywhere else in this whole town, so you should just not question us, basically, is what he's saying. is like, And they were giving the most. They were giving 18, and everybody else was like at 15 and 16. As long, yes, as long as his prices are in pesos, that's fine. Oh, God. We've had this discussion before. Yeah, well, whatever. Yes. But, so and, I, so well, let's get back to the story. We don't yeah. want to get off our track. I know you got to go. So, we, so I, I'm like, uh, so I always pay in cash. Right, yeah. I always have dollars with me, and then if I need pesos, you have some, or your dad has some, whatever. But I, I, and if I get change in pesos, then I use it to buy other things, and and that's fine. I'm not there that long, and like I said, a big ticket item, I'm using a credit card anyway. So yeah. that, that's usually what I do. That's always what I do. So we're there. I think it was Friday night, and it's getting near the end of the night, and one of the waiters comes up to me. He's you know the book that you have where they give you the bill. Mm-hmm. He hands me the book, and he says, you know, amigo. Um, and he shows me a five hundred dollar, a five hundred peso bill. It was in the book. He opens it up. He goes, uh, "This was from last night." I go, "Okay." He goes, "Well, it's it's counterfeit." I go, "Okay." He goes, "Well, you 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 paid the bartenders, and it was counterfeit." And I, and I, he started mumbling, and I couldn't understand. I got Oscar over there, and I'm like, "Oscar," because Oscar speaks Spanish, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm Oscar. What what is he saying? And he's like, so. They're accusing me of passing off a counterfeit 500 peso bill mm-hmm. to the to the bartenders, which I know I didn't do. I, I don't do that. I didn't. I didn't. I, we, we remembered from the night before. I didn't give anybody pesos, and I certainly wouldn't have given them a tip. Of a, it would have been a thirty five dollar tip, but five hundred pesos or roughly yeah. thirty eight dollars, whatever it is. I I didn't give anybody a tip of five hundred pesos. Your dad paid the bill, and I think we paid your dad the money. I, I didn't pay the, every night I was there. I and did you show like, you opening to say I don't even have pesos on me? I don't I, have pesos. I, I did. I said I don't have pesos. And then Oscar went up to the bar because the 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 waiter. I think he was the waiter didn't want to approach me any more than. I wanted him to approach me, right? He's he was nervous, mm-hmm. and then Oscar went over to talk to the bartenders, and the bartenders are the bartenders basically said that the lady who takes the money at the counter over there, mm-hmm. she said that you know the the wait the, the bartenders couldn't know who did it, but the lady at the counter said it was me, the the fat gringo sitting in the corner. They're blaming me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and then I go, Oscar, tell them that I don't even I, spend ca- I don't spend pesos. I don't have pesos. I, I never I, use yeah, pesos. Was, and, and Oscar told them that, and then I was like, but they kept going and they kept insisting. So I'm like, so I said, so what you're telling me is I have to give them thirty five dollars. I can never come in here again. Mm-hmm. I said this is the only two options we have available right now is either I spend thirty five dollars, which I know I didn't cheat anybody out of, and they're accusing the banker of of you know uh you know money laundering or whatever yeah. you know i'm like i'm walking out of the bar like scarface you know i'm like yeah, say hello to the bad guy yeah, you know? yeah. i'm doing the walk of shame and i'm like i i go i go this is crazy and not the besides the fact that they know that i'm there with poppy every night and and poppy spends they, yeah. they love him and they got his drink ready yeah. so why would they accuse somebody in his entourage when they weren't sure who it was why would they accuse me of doing it and i'm like i just don't understand this i said but again now either i have to spend the 35 dollars or i can never come in here again so and i you know what would you have done in that situation i was at i would open my wall and say look I don't have pesos. I never spend pesos. I don't carry pesos on me. So I would not have a $500 peso bill. And I'll say, I'm with Poppy over there. He pays the bill usually on his credit card. And you may give him cash. And we told him. Or a lot of times he may say this, but I'm not 
that is not my 500 peso. Well, that's what I told him, and that's what Oscar yeah. told him. Oscar told him all and that. I'm like, I'm not paying that because it's not mine. Well, I wouldn't I, pay it. I well, I ended up not paying it, but oh, again, good, but good. no, I didn't pay it. But I, but uh, again, I you know I know Poppy goes in there all the time, so I didn't want to. I, but I, but I, you know, I didn't want to screw up his thing, and I'm like, yeah. well, if I just pay the thirty five dollars, everybody, will, this will be over. But I'm like, well, why should I pay no. this? Because it wasn't my deal. I didn't. This wasn't my. You're accusing the banker of of. I'd say know. he gets the bill. I don't even get the bill because he normally gets the bill, and then, you know sometimes right. he pays it, and you know a lot of times right. oh, I got the drinks or whatever, right, right, you right, know, right. and we get the dinner. But I've been like, no, I didn't even get a bill. I'm drinking on his bill. He right. paid with his credit card. Right, right. And yeah, I would not pay it at all. No, we didn't pay yeah. it. So we just walked out. And actually, I ended up not going there anymore for the rest of the trip because it just didn't work out that yeah. way. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know, every now when I go back in there in February, yeah. if they're same waitress, I don't even remember what they look like. So, but Well, the funny thing is I'm going to put a fake $500 bill in the, <laughs> in the tab. <laughs> and then I'm giving it. I'll say, here, Ron, go hand this to the lady. Yeah, and then there you be go. Funny. Yeah, there you go. That's good. That, that'd that's, be a good trick. I like that. Yeah, oh, that's right. yeah. You're going to get me in trouble again. <laughs> But I was like, well, what the, how is this, you know, like yeah. I'm Scarface over here. Like they're like accusing me. And again, cause you know, I'm with Poppy and he's there every night. If you're not a hundred percent sure that what you're accusing someone of, especially something like that. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't just go off like that and say, Oh, you know, and, and probably what I was thinking is the girl that takes the money, she might've got screwed by somebody, right? Somebody gave her a fake bill and then she flipped it around and made it. Cause let's explain in, in Mexico, there's usually one lady that's the cashier. She yes. just sits there. She takes the money from everybody. Yeah. They go to her. It's, it's like a different system. Yeah. So she might've taken a, a fake $500 peso and then she would have had to pay it. Cause I'm sure the, the yeah. employer makes well, whatever. She should have checked it. it. She right. She didn't it. check it, but then she finagled her way she skinnibbled to make it look like the bartenders took it and then they blamed me for some reason you know what they did to me in china and they used to do this a lot and i know i just got the money from the hotel they ran it through the thing so i know there's no fake bills right so now i give the guy in the cab you know through the little gate you know they got like a little chrome bar up there so i give him the money i can't see Sometimes he takes the money, switches my real money out with, and says, and hands it back to me and says, no, 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 this is no good. You know, I can't understand uh-huh. what they're saying. Then the guy comes out, no, this is no good. I'm like, I got the money from in there. How is it mine? But see, they just instantly grab yeah. it and then give it back to you. So that's the way of them getting rid of the fake money that they may be printing or they uh, may be getting. Or they might be, yeah, they might have got a fake you know bill. I mean? notice it. Yeah, well, yeah. so that's the way they get rid of else. it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, like when I saw, they gave me the fake bill back. I'm like, well, whatever. I, I took the fake bill back. Then when I got on the train station, I'm like, uh, you know, hey, I'm buying Cokes, you know, and I knew this old lady because she couldn't tell if it was fake or not, and I gave it to her, you know. But <laughs> Well, and, and somebody can very easily give me a fi- fake 500 peso bill and i wouldn't know yeah. i mean not you know what i mean you could tell if, if well if maybe you're, if you're but, looking at it enough but if i just throw it in my money clip i'm not going to pay attention no to it. you no. know but like to say the bottom line is you don't ever carry pesos like me if they come up to me and says hey you gave this 500 uh, i yeah I'm, i must have i i don't know i didn't know it was fake but i know i pay in pesos so right. i you know i have pesos on me all the time you know right so for me i'd be like i would end up paying it because i would say well yeah okay if you said it's mine it's mine because i know but in your case you never have pesos on you never even no. if no. you have pesos it's a 20 or 50 right that's like, that's like Oscar. i wouldn't have a 500 no i just wouldn't have one there's not I, unless nobody would give me a change for you know what i mean yeah. I wouldn't, what would you give them to get a 500 peso Go back. Exactly right. So I was like, it never happened. I, I didn't do it. So and and again, your dad pays for everything, and we yeah. just pay him. Yeah. So you know, Crazy. and like I said, all the other stuff, I use credit card, put gas in the vehicles, whatever. We use the credit card and just use the cash for drinking and and uh, you know drinking and dinners. Really, yeah. and that's all we do out there is drinking and dinners. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, I was like, man, and I hated to screw. I didn't want to screw up Poppy, but I don't think Poppy cared. I, no, he was I, like, whatever. No. But you know, I was like, I was like, Oscar, I, I, I just can never come in here again, or I got to pay them thirty five dollars. Yeah, no, they'll let you back in, and right. they won't, uh, you know. But yeah, it was wrong. No, she, well, like you say, she maybe got it in one of the envelopes, and all of a sudden she's guessing. Right. Well, yeah, they know? were completely guessing. Yeah, and then right. the, and the bottom line is, I, I would never pay. It's like these people; they they sit and you know, I know they you know they arrest you, they hold you for seventy two hours, and they sit and they drill you and they drill you. I don't care if you don't feed me. 
I don't care if you don't give me any water. I'll take a nap. But I'm not going to say I did something if I didn't do it. Right. So when they say right. forced confession, I don't think it's possible. Right. I would never say, okay, I did it. Just let me go home. No, I, I'll just, <laughs> I'll literally fall asleep on the table and say, I, I can't, if you're not going to give me any water, not give me any food, I'm going to take a nap because, you know, right. but I would not say, okay, I did it. Let me go home now. No, well, right, that's yeah, not going to happen. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anyway, that was my, that was yeah. my uh, felony in, uh, in Cabo. Felony in Cabo. Yeah, there I you was go. very, it was like very distraught. I'm like, good. What's well, going to be uh, now? See, if I was a mean person like you. What what I would do is if I was a mean person, I would take like a you. I would take a picture of you and then mimeograph it and put it up on the wall at at uh you know a skino with a big red you know like the the stop sign with a red you know line through it you know and then yeah. I would take a picture and then send it back to you at home saying Ron I guess you're right you can't come back here but I wouldn't do that to you and you'd be all nervous you're like I don't believe that I'm on a blackball list I, I was spinning I'm like I don't understand this why are they accusing me of 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 this yeah. this uh, you know forgery yeah. I just, that wasn't me man see I make it all look easy when I'm there everything runs smooth you get to the yeah. airport on time you I, pick everyone up i wasn't picked up Oscar yeah, from know, the airport yeah. yeah i wasn't i mean i had to keep going in circles and then I, i'm just like i'm just gonna park here in the gas station park in the gas station like i do wait for the text message that's what yes, i did yeah, yeah, yeah i make it look easy that's the thing i make it I've, look easy i told you that many it's, times you know it's, it's it's a simple thing like oh. don't worry i'm gonna go to costco don't worry i got it i've covered it you know pauline, so, yeah. pauline forgot uh, a bra a, a strapless bra or whatever mm. And, uh, you know, she, so first day, she, oh, I wanted to wear this, wanted to wear that. And I, I can't, I don't have the strap with bra. I'm like, well, let's go to the mall. And then we went to the mall and they didn't have it to, you know, whatever. Apparently they have strapless bras, but not in her size. So and I'm like, uh, okay, well, then uh, we go to Walmart and we look at Walmart. And I'm like, okay, well, we're out of options. And then, you know, the one day we're in San Jose, mm-hmm. we spent all afternoon in San Jose waiting to pick up Oscar. And I'm like, well, let's look here for bras. And, you know, but then. I was like, I'm done. I can't keep looking for bras. We were done with this adventure. We, we just went. Yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. Why don't you, at this time, just buy a new top. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, we, we can't. But, I, you know, was, yeah, you're just driving buy around. Buy another dress or something, yeah. Driving around, driving around. I'm like, I, I cannot. I, I hate driving in that town to begin with. But yeah. I'm like, oh, good God. But we made it no, work. we made it work. And when Oscar was there, he drove most of the time. But, you know, whatever. We, we got it done. And good. your dad was, he's in good shape. The house yeah. is. Uh, house weathered the storm. House couple. weathered the storm. Yeah, you got. You got construction on both sides. Yeah, both sides. So your know. dad loves it because he just walks around. They all, hey Johnny, how yeah, you doing? Yeah. Now? <laughs> yeah, he loves it. I gotta now. I gotta make sure I get to bed early because I know at eight thirty in the morning I'm gonna be. Oh, eight up. o'clock. Eight, eight o'clock. Yeah. Well, they're they're not gonna be there Thursday and Friday this week. They, yeah. They took off. They, they they'll they, be gone for four days. They'll be gone for four days. So you yeah. get four days respite, but then starting Monday, mm. eight a.m. They're out there. They, they, but see, and they got a jackhammer. That's exciting. But it's see, just, the thing is that on the Sunday night at five a.m., which is Monday morning, I don't realize none of this is going to go on. And then at <clears throat> what you don't realize, we're telling you now. I, I but I'm, I'm going to forget about it. Oh, okay. Because I'm having a good time and I'm having a ball. Yeah. And then next, you know. Three hours later, bang, bang, boom, boom. And I'm, I mean, I'm very sleep deprived. I mean, you know, sounds so. like your fireworks. Bang, bang I, yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, bang, bang, boom, boom. All right, let let me let you go. Uh, Maybe we can name this: bang, bang, boom, boom. Uh, done. I like it. Done. Bang, bang, bang boom, boom. Johnny Star, <laughs> you're so crazy. You only like bang, bang, boom, boom. You really want me to edit this, aren't you? No, nope, you're bang. gonna keep it. Bang, bang, boom, boom. So well, this is it. This is our Thanksgiving. It'll be up here in November, and then. Uh, you're gonna be, uh, you'll be around in the beginning of December. Yeah, we'll, we'll, be we'll have to do one for December. Yep, yep. Are we gonna do our annual Christmas song? Do we got to come up with a Christmas song? Come up with a Christmas song. Yes. Maybe we'll get Louis here to sing it with us. Yeah, Louis loves the Christmas. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get spirit. a we'll get a Christmas one going. Um, so that's it. Okay. Uh, have fun in Cabo. Sounds good. Talk to everyone right. later. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>